If you don't have a team, you could quickly lose everything you've built. Team building not only puts more money in your pocket, it protects your business from sudden disaster. Taking your business to new heights could be a simple matter of listening to today's show and then taking baby steps toward hiring the right people. Your host, Jim, and his partner, Brad, have a team of over 150 people between them working on their online businesses. And get this, many of these teammates are people they've never met or even talked to. Sound crazy? Let's listen in as Jim welcomes Brett Bartlett back to Silent Sales Machine Radio to talk team building strategies. Yeah, that's right, Sam. Thank you very much, buddy. We are back with Mr. Brett Bartlett, my partner. How you doing, Brett? I'm doing awesome, man. Great to have you back on the show again. You're a very in-demand guest, my friend. When we look at the show <laughs> notes uh, or the, the show comments, people say, hey, yeah, we want more Brett. Let's get him back on the show. <laughs> Good job, buddy. You're Thanks. killing it, man. You're killing it. Hey, you know, I want to do something interesting. Our, our topic today is, you know, how to build a team and, and build a real business instead of having something that owns you, having something that you own, right? We're going to talk a little bit about that and the steps to get there. But I want to hit you up, Brett. I just cold turkey, no preparation whatsoever. I'm going to throw a few names at you and just see if you can tell me what these names have in common. I'm going to have a little fun. And the thing I'm illustrating here is just how cool our listening audience really is, how excited and engaged they really are. Okay, so here's a list of names. You should recognize most of these, okay? I got John Maxwell. Now, what do these people have in common? John Maxwell, Seth Godin, the Wall Street Journal. I know it's not a person, but it's a, it's a huge entity we all recognize. Uh, Dr. Henry Cloud, Christy Wright. She's actually one of Dave Ramsey's personalities. Great gal. These are all cool people, by the way. I love them all. Zig Ziglar. What do those people have in common? Well, I'm very familiar with most of those. Maybe the Dave Ramsey girl is the only one I don't really know. But from what I know of them, they're all people who um, want to build something bigger than themselves. Well, yeah. They're big believers in that. That's good. Here's the thing, because this is about our audience, the point I'm going to make. those are Most people listening probably said, hey, I recognized almost all of those, if not all of them, right? If you go on iTunes right now, dude, right now, as we're recording this, we are outranking all of those guys in the That's business category. On the business category. That's crazy, man. Seth Godin, Wall Street Journal, John Maxwell. Are you kidding me? Like this show is tearing up the charts. And I just wanted to take an opportunity and give you an opportunity to you know, say, hey, listeners, thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for downloading and listening. Thanks for the reviews. We just passed 150. I think I don't have iTunes open right now, approximately. Our first 150 reviews are all that five is stars. so cool. They're all five stars. That is so cool. Every single one of them. So, yeah, I just wanted to take a chance to make that point. And, you know, not to, to brag, it's our audience. You know, I had somebody, this is kind of a, an interesting story. I had somebody when, when one of our books launched on Amazon and the reviews just kind of came in really rapidly right at the launch. And someone made a comment and said, well, that's not fair because you guys have a big audience that like you. <laughs> like, well, isn't that the point? I mean, it, you just have everybody that likes uh, you buy everybody that likes you is buying your book. Well, you like why do they like me should be the question you're asking. Why do they like what we're doing? Right. You know, and if you're a business owner, you know, there's a there's a good secret in there. You know, someone asked about our podcast. I'm in one of these Facebook groups we're talking about podcasting and say, How did you grow your list so fast? And I think we talked about this last time. Like, how did you grow your listeners so it's like we've been doing this for ten years. The right. secret is serve people well for a decade and then launch a podcast. I mean, yep. I guess that's the secret. But yep. I just wanted to make that point right out of the bat. We had 3,500 people listen to this show yesterday. That is so cool, man. Isn't that awesome? And you, you know, we're still figuring out a lot of the little details. We're still learning as we go. 
But I just want to thank the listener, you listening right now. This show is for you. If you haven't sent us your feedback yet or a show request, or hey, maybe you think you should be on the show. You have a cool, compelling story to tell that would serve our audience well. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, it's something else I want to encourage everyone to do before we jump into the content is if you're not a part of our Facebook group yet, did you see, Brett, this has just happened in the last couple of days, we had a homeless person in our community. Yeah, I saw that testimony. Did that you was see really that post? Cool, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that just a, cool. a couple of years ago, this parent was homeless, like legit homeless. And she just did $50,000 in the last 30 days. Yeah, that's crazy. On man. Amazon. That is so cool. You don't get to see those types of testimonies very often. It is awesome. It just shows you the power of, of what we're doing here, what we're building. And our community, just hundreds of comments jumping in and supporting this person and just uh, applauding. I just love it. Such an encouraging community. So if you're not a part of something like that, and as a nice segue into our content for the day, this parent is in the process of building a team. Oh, that's awesome. To help automate the business and make sure that uh, you know you have a real asset. You know, I actually had someone feel insulted one time when I said, you know, you, you need to build a real business, not something, <laughs> not something that relies on you. And they said, Oh, I do have a real business. But you know, when I say that, you know, when I say build a real business, instead of just having something that relies on you, what comes to mind for you, Brett? Well, I, actually, you know, it's funny. I could, rem- there's certain, so you've gotten to talk to, I, actually, my first disclaimer should be this. A lot of what I'm going to talk about in um, team building, I a hundred percent learned from my mentor, Scott, who you've gotten to know a little bit now and are setting up calls with. Awesome guy. Your father-in-law, dude, he rocks. Yeah. He does. He rocks. And, uh, you know, so that that's kind of my first disclaimer in what he's doing is he's taking his years of experience. He built a company from nothing into, you know, multi hundred million dollar company with thousands of people in a very difficult industry. Long story short, one of the best things you can do to learning how to build a team and even what we're talking about is learn from people who are doing it. That's really the best way to learn because he's taught me so much in such a short amount of time. It would have taken me a lifetime to learn the lessons that he's teaching me in, you know, minutes or hours. And so the first thing that pops into my head is actually the first conversation he had with me about this when I, when I started to talk about what I was doing on Amazon and I'll never forget it. It was, you know, my story is, Hey, look, you know, we start with $400. So it's not like I had this big budget to build something extravagant out. I, I came up to the Scott and I go, Hey Scott, you know, we're making some money when we go garage selling. And remember, this is like my first time ever making, like actually selling something online. Yeah. It's not that long ago. I mean, we were just talking a, yeah. a few years, you know, three years ago. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't like I had this big track record of success. So like the first time I'm selling something online, it's very exciting for me because like it's actually working, right? And I go up to him and I go, you know, Scott, if, when I go garage selling, I'm able to find things and then, you know, sell them for more online essentially. And I was so excited and he goes, I'll never forget it. He goes, that's awesome. Well, if you have 10 people garage selling, you'll make a lot more. And I was like, no, Scott, you don't understand. <laughs> I I'm, love it. I'm making money. I'm making money when I go out and when I sell it, you know, I, I get to keep the money. And so, you know, and he was like, yeah, I understand. But if you have 10 people garage selling and you pay them, you know, a little bit to go garage sale, you know, your return's going to be so much higher. It was like talking Chinese to me because that had never even crossed my plate. All I was focused on was, look, man, I got to figure out a way to make some extra money. You know, and I think a lot of listeners are going to be in that position because I was too. And it was like, no, dude, I just literally want to make some extra money, man. But I am so glad he, and he, if you know, Scott, he's like, 
is the most gentle talker. So he's not like he's like in my face telling me that, like he's telling me like in the most calm voice. And so when he told me it, it, it took me a while to really understand what he was saying, but I'm so glad he did because that was when I first started the journey of building a team and seeing, you know, over time how you get so a, such a large multiple back and it becomes much bigger than yourself. And that was his big thing is build something bigger than yourself, Brett. It's something that works even when you're not around. Exactly. Exactly. And, and dude, that's what we did. Even with a small budget, when we first started with building a team, I worked at a college at the time. And so I just posted flyers around that, like, hey, if you want a couple extra hours on the weekends of work, which was, you know, just sending them out garage sailing, I posted the flyers, you know, had friends ask friends. And I had a little, you know, ragtag team of, I think, you know, just starting, I think I had like five or eight people, you know, in a rotation that would go out and I would research the garage sales the night before for them. And sure enough, that paid off way better because, you know, if I went garage sailing in an area and it didn't work out, then it was kind of like I went fishing in this one area and it, you know, I didn't catch any fish. And so zero payday for me. But with eight people going out, it spread my risk around. And, you know, for the most part, we'd always come up on the positive. And so that's when I started to see like, wow, Scott must know what he's talking about. Because, you know, when we build this team, it just seems to have a much more, you know, long term benefit and the ability to sustain, you know, if I got sick on a weekend or if I had to go to a birthday party or I was working a full time job, if I had to work that day, you know, on the weekend, you know, people, the machine was still going. And so that was really your original question was, what do I think of when I think of a team like that is forever cemented in my brain that moment when I realized like, whoa, there's much greater opportunity in building a team than, you know, thinking it all revolves around me. And that's kind of what started that journey. You know, here's something I love about his advice too. This is a very specific tip. If, if you're like sitting there taking notes, listening right now, this is big. And this is actually something I'm pretty sure I learned from Dave Ramsey in his Entree Leadership book, which is fantastic. Just like the the nuts and bolts of going from being a one or two man operation to growing a big team. Really good book on that topic. But your first hire, Scott very easily could have given you this advice and it would have sounded really good and it would have made sense, but he didn't. He could have said, you're spending an awful lot of time prepping that product and putting it in boxes and shipping it. You should hire someone to do that part. Now, that's not bad advice, but that's not what he said. He wanted your first few hires to be people that put money in your pocket. And that's yeah, for the, sure. that's the point I want to make here because a lot of people think, well, building a system means hiring people in to do all the stuff I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. No, because you you don't necessarily have a sustainable business. Spending money is easy. Anyone can do that. Just ask you know your local government office. You know. <laughs> Especially when it's other people's money, people love to spend it. So, but right. if you're bringing in people whose job is to make you money or they don't really get paid, like I call them commission only sales people, you know, mm-hmm. that's the people you want to be bringing in and you, you show them how to go out, you know, kill something and bring it back to the cave, right? Yep. <laughs> as Dave yep. Ramsey exactly. likes to say, you know, like you want those people as your first hires. Yep. And the other thing is, you know, that gets you in the mode of looking at everyone you work with. I know you look at, your team this way. And I certainly do as well. They're not my employees, right? They're my partners. Yep. Totally. They're expected to grow this thing. I'm not going to light up your life with an incredible hourly pay or an incredible salary. But what I am going to do is say, Hey, here's a 
big piece of the pie we all get to share. As the pie grows, that piece of pie gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and we all just going to keep on sharing it. So yep. let's grow this pie, guys. That's the people you want on your team, right? Does that resonate? Yes, 100%. 100%. And look, out of those eight people, and you've met one of them, you know, we kept two of them. You know, they, they stayed with us for, you know, three, four years. And one of those is Billy. And Billy really is, I didn't mean, know especially, that. Oh, dude, he's yeah, awesome. Billy, Billy was a college student in the dorms that signed up to garage sale with us. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how he kind of kept um, staying around. And so anyways, the point on that is, look, over time, when you start to find the right people and you spend time letting them absorb the business that you're in and the moves that you're making, the cool thing is they the right people will evolve with you. And Billy's done that. I mean, Billy literally is my lieutenant, you know, in a, in a multi-million dollar business. And if something happened to me, Billy knows everything that I know and now more. And so, you know, but it all started with him, you know, signing up to go garage selling. So there's really not a, hey, I got to be here to start this process. It started when we were at our, you know, thinnest budget. That's beautiful. Yeah. Growing up together in your business and, and mm. that creates some really tight relationships and partnerships. I mean, this is one of the reasons I love businesses. I, you know, some people say, Oh, well, Joe, I'm just not entrepreneurial. I'm more of a job guy, you know, more of a job guy. I'm thinking if you look at your job the right way, that is your business. You have right. a customer, you have one customer, it's your employer, but mm -hmm. you should be working very hard to please him and serve them very, very well. And the benefits of that. You know, it, it's just like with what we're talking about here. Um, but I think we're all entrepreneurs. All of us mm -hmm. should be looking at life and opportunity as entrepreneurial opportunities. Those are the kind of people you want to surround yourself with, people who want to grow this thing. You know, it, it's interesting you, you brought up Billy, too, because the uh, the silent sales machine insiders concept will be launching soon. We'll put a link in the show notes for you guys to check it out. But what's happening is, you know, because of this podcast and our success with the books, our audience is just exploding. And we're finding more and more people saying, hey, I, you know, I would love to be in an environment virtually online even where I can ask questions about my business in a smaller setting with, you know, we're going to limit the number of people who get into this thing. It's going to feel a bit more like a mastermind. You're going to see a lot of the same folks showing up every time. Uh, we're starting to play around with that. Our audience is demanding it. And Billy's one of the guys that's going to help us run that. So this college uh -huh. kid you found in a dorm just a few couple years ago yep. is now... He's so knowledgeable. He understands the, the PPI course, which you've heard Brett and I talk about before. It's the best paid advertising training for Amazon on the internet, hands down, bar none. Everyone else is trying to copy it now, but we were the first out with it. And we're, we've learned so much, launched so many success stories with that. Billy is integral to that as well. Uh -huh. So I'm really excited about the the future of, you know, something that's happened just since we launched this podcast is we're saying, okay, this message is really resonating. It's the top Amazon related show in the world. That's cool. It's just like outranking everybody when we launch a show just shoots to the top. So people want more of this. So, but let's dive in. Let's give some very specific tips. And now I know we did a course. It's been about six months ago, proventeambuilding.com. And we're going to give you a cool discount. It's like a hundred dollar course. We're going to give you a discount so you can get it for seven bucks if you're listening to this. But it's basically inside of Brett's mind and some of the rest of my team and even my mom who runs my Amazon business. You guys all got together, did a series of webinars and just kind of stepped everybody through what's it look like to go from 
hitting yard sales yourself, maybe, or retail arbitrage, right. to building out a team to where this stuff is all happening on autopilot using some of the creative tools. But let's hit some of the highlights and give people some, some enough information where they can go out and start doing this. Like you don't need a course, you don't need a coach to start building your team, right? Right. Let's give people some good details. I'll give you that discount code towards the end of the show where you can go grab that uh, whole course for seven bucks. Cool. Yeah, I have some really specific things to talk through. But the first one is, look, we live in an age right now where where you live, it should not be an excuse for building or not building a team. Oh, that's good. That's right. Whether you are in a different country, whether you are, you know, in a, like I'm in a super compacted area. I'm in Orange County, California. So there's lots of people around, but that actually shouldn't be a limitation. And that's actually where I first want to start. So anybody listening, whether you're in another country in the middle of the woods, you know, somewhere or, you know, in a big city, yeah. that should not change your ability to build a team. I've got a call coming up with Barrington. He lives in Jamaica. Right. Dude, like they've got internet, but e-commerce is foreign concept. Yeah. But he's killing it on Amazon, has a big team doing all this stuff for him. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter where you live. There's a creative solution to every challenge. So yeah, yes, geography, for sure. geography, no excuse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And The next big thing on building a team, in my opinion, and you touched on it earlier, is the first person that you want to bring on or people you want to bring on, they should create more sales. Yes. Uh, That's a big deal. And I've realized how big of a deal that is. Okay. And here's my very specific way to do it. You don't want the person who comes in and says, how much am I going to make per hour? Right. And they're like all of a sudden really wanting to know that per hour basis. And like wanting some type of long-term commitment from you. Cause I've, I've talked to a lot of different people now that it's funny now, now we want to, there's tons of people who want to be on our team. Like we get solicited a lot now right. versus when we were first doing this, it, everyone just told us we were crazy. But the biggest thing is your job becomes looking at people. Even if you're the smallest business ever. Okay. You should look at people and see if they're going to be a long-term fit for you. Because otherwise, look, you're going to spend your time training, getting to know them. They're going to become a part. I mean, I would have never thought our team would be as big as it is today. But I'm so glad I did a pretty good job, not even intentionally, of getting people that I wanted to stay connected with. And really the biggest thing is stay away from the people who want a long-term commitment up front. Stay away from the people who are obsessed with the hourly and find those people who understand, hey, look, you get – what you get a nice percent of what you bring in. And if you don't bring anything in, if you don't add value, okay, so whether that's going to garage sales, you know, finding stuff off the shelf, or even researching private label products, you know, doing PPI, which is finding valuable search terms, whatever the method is, make even making videos with what we talk about. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the function is, isn't really the problem. It's the person's understanding that they have to add value in order to get paid, start there. And the next thing I would do, put them on a 30 day review period. And you could even shorten that length. And that was one of the best things Scott taught me was say that up front, tell them, Hey, look, after 30 days, we're going to look at what you've done. And if it's a great fit, we can talk about how, you know, what the future looks like. And then, but if it's not a great fit, it's the perfect time to, you know, basically save the person headache. That's what, that's what you're doing. You're saving them a headache of doing something that they're not going to be successful at. Yeah, you're releasing them out to go find what they were really meant to do. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I love the way um, most people may have heard this story already. I'm sure you probably have, Brett, but Zappos was, I think, the first company yep. to start this, but they'll offer a check 
can't mm-hmm. remember at what point it is. It's either one or two months in. They offer you a really nice check to go away. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're like, right now, here's a check with your name signed, ready to go. Do you want it? And you can take it yep. and leave and never come back. Or are you in now that you know what mm-hmm. we're all about? I love that idea. Yep. So, so that kind of mentality. So, you know, and I want to distinguish too for folks who are like, oh man, he's talking about employees now. They're already over my head. <laughs> you know, I have a team of 70 people. I have two employees. One's my mom yep. and one's my longest working assistant. About to hire my son too, just because it makes sense to the IRS. You know, it's all about the red tape paperwork. But my team is 70. A lot of these people I've never met and they are project based. They're not partners. They're project based workers, meaning like this podcast we're recording right now. I'm going to pass it off to somebody. I don't even know the dude's name. I don't think I've even seen his name. Steven researched and found these guys and they're the ones that put the canned applause in at the beginning and make sure it all sounds good, you know, and, and edit out the noise as best they can. I don't know who these guys are. Are they on my team? Yeah, they're a vital part of my team. We researched and take it very seriously. So there's a difference between those people you're going to pay to do a task and they show up when the work's needed and then they go away till you need them again. And the type of people you're talking about right now, Brett, which is the people who are helping you grow your business and they're getting a percentage of it. Mm-hmm. So I want to distinguish, you can build a great business, just those project-based workers, which is a lot yeah. of what I'm doing. I have a few people that share in the profits, right? And, and you and I yeah. kind of have that relationship now and there's a handful of them, but it, there's a different level of intimacy there. And I wanted to share the one tip too. I don't know if you're doing this yet or not, Brett, but this is another entree leadership. Again, that Dave Ramsey book, you take the spouse to dinner before you hire somebody. And oh, that's cool. Isn't that good? And because yeah. as Dave puts it, married to crazy is crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, he's like, just in a nice, friendly environment, it's not part of the official interview process. It's actually illegal to interview the spouse when you're considering a candidate. Right. But hey, there's nothing against going to dinner. And hey, bring your right. spouse, right? And then right. you take, if especially as a dude, you take your spouse with you, of course, yep. because the intuition that we get from our wives priceless priceless if they just got this feeling i have a feeling about this person that's enough for me dude that's all i need i don't need to know why that's it that's all i needed to know you got a feeling so uh just so you know man she had a really good feeling about you so (laughs) (laughs) that's good you you passed hey what'd your wife think of me by the way i've never heard (laughs) they loved it man especially you you scored when you brought the two monkeys uh, oh right right yeah always bring a gift for the kids man yeah yeah there's a tip right there yep Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, all right. I'll let you continue, man. I just a couple of side notes that popped in my head as you were. Look, this is a personal testimony. The second I hear team or build out, it's like all I think about is like paperwork and like money not in my pocket. Right. Yeah. And right. I think the biggest thing that I've learned in this process is, and this was hard for me because naturally people want to know what the long-term relationship is going to look like. So I've, I've had to, and this is not my natural personality to do this. I've had to get comfortable in communicating the upfront relationship. And so we were actually just talking about that a little bit even before this call started. But basically saying like, hey, look, we don't know exactly how this is going to work out long term. We want to see how you're doing at first. And so I can't emphasize enough that even if you love the person, right, look at their performance over a short period of time. It is the foreshadowing of what it will be like to look with them long-term. It doesn't mean they have to be perfect at what they're doing. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is it has to show growth in area of basically a possibility of them growing with you. And that was one of the hardest things that I needed to learn was to communicate that up front. Like, hey, a Billy comes in. I need to be okay, even though I love Billy, to say, 
hey, Billy, look, this is going to be 30 days. I'm going to pay. I'm not going to put you on, you know, some type of payroll or anything like that. I'm going to pay you over PayPal or something like that. Right. And that way, the 1099K, all the paperwork's taken care of. And here's my parameters. If that, if basically this doesn't work out after 30 days, we're done. And then at 30 days, if it looks like we're working out, we'll kind of talk about what that's going to look like after that. And even after 30 days, I'm going to put them on another 90-day review period. Because, you know, I've seen some people too drop off, you know, they hustle real hard for the 30 days, but the 90 days kind of gives a more long-term, you know, what it's going to look like to work with that person over the course of a year. And so then I put them on a 90-day review period, but I can't emphasize enough how important those first two tiers are and how much I wish I would have just constantly done that when I was first building a team, even though it's kind of awkward and uncomfortable because it just helps, it actually helps that other person so much because otherwise you're actually setting them up for failure. And that was, if there's like one takeaway I can give to someone starting to build a team, it is that setting those milestones like that to review, even though it sounds boring and lame, it is such a huge benefit really for the other person. If I can change one thing, that's what I would, I would have really emphasized that when I was first building out a team. Let me just jump over to the other side of the bell curve where we're getting the same type of work done that we're describing right now, but there is literally zero relationship required just to show that we work the whole gamut here. And you'll like where this is going, Brett. It may not make sense yet, but we've got some people in our community now. Have you heard of TaskRabbit? Yeah, I love TaskRabbit. Okay. So not everybody has it yet, but the general concept is there. It's kind of like Uber, which most people have heard of for tasks. We've got people in our community now. They've hired someone, uh, maybe someone in the Philippines, let's say. And this person just shops online full-time looking for retail store deals. They'll actually call the retail store and say, hey, I see online that you have widget X at price X. Is that true? And the retailer will confirm, yeah, we've got 15 of them on the shelf right now. They'll dispatch a task rabbit like Uber driver to go to the store to buy the product and send it to a prep center, right? Where that where product is then sent in mm-hmm. to Amazon. Now, I, the only relationship I need to have to the level that you and I are talking about right now is maybe with the the person who's doing all this work. I'm going to train them how to do this stuff. But I don't care which task rabbit driver they hire, which Uber yep. driver right you know they hire to go pick up that stuff off the shelf and pay for it. I mean, it's what a beautiful model. So I would encourage you. Some people they open the gates up way too far, way too soon, and say, "Hey, I need someone to come in and love my business as much as I do, and I'm going to yep, hire you exactly. right now." Like, no. Give people little tasks, let them earn their way in, much like I imagine you did with Billy. You know, the first 15, 20 times he hit yard sales, you started to learn a little bit about this guy. Is he willing to show up on time? Does he understand the yep. importance of being, you know, one of the first five people at the yard sale? He's looking for these, which how often is he coming back, killing something, dragging it home? How often does he really, does he really get it? Uh, and that gives the people a chance that in, you know, that, that's where I found my right hand man, Steven is he's just, he was a guy in our community that said, Hey, I noticed some things you need change on some websites. I'd love to show you a mock-up of some things I think I can do to help you out. I'm like, yeah, sure. Send us a mock-up. Started giving me more and more and more. It just grows yeah. because he treated the partnership uh, responsibly. So you can start, you know, start small. I love it. Start with small tasks. And, and the one observation that popped into my head too, was the way people do some things is the way they do everything. So the way you do some stuff in your life is the way you do everything in your life. Mm-hmm. If you're kind of haphazard and random and we'll see what sticks and I don't know, I'll commit when I feel like it and other times I won't, you know, that shows up in all mm-hmm. areas. Uh, so I love the trial basis. I've told everyone we've ever hired that at any point in the first 60 days, either one of us can walk away 
and we'll still be yep. friends. That's the agreement. Mm-hmm. Either one of us, any point, first 60 days, walks away, no explanation needed. We shake hands, hug, still friends, you know, because I only hire people I like, right? Right. And it hasn't happened yet. But we have lost a few people after that. But anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought, but I just wanted to, you know, I like the contrast of the opportunity here is so big to either go all in with somebody or, you know, baby step with strangers and accomplish some incredible stuff. Yeah. And I agree. I've gotten the chance to talk about team building a couple different times, especially to your community. And there's some kind of repeating questions that always come up. And that the first one is, well, what if I don't have friends and family and, you know, people around me? And then the second one becomes, you know, like, how do I train them? Right. And it's somewhat of an unfair question because it's almost case by case, meaning, you know, I'd need a better understanding of their business and what they're doing. But really, here's the other cool thing that you can do. And here's another quick tip that I do now. I don't even know, actually, if we've talked about this, Jim. Here's an example. I have a lot of young people. I come from youth ministry. So one of my biggest goals of building a business was to build a place where, you know, young people can come and build a future. And so here's the great thing about working with young people. They have a lot of energy. They come with a lot of ambitions. The bad thing is they have zero experience and honestly have not usually worked a lot in their life. And so in building a team out, one of the coolest things that I've developed, and this is where you go, man, we live in an amazing time and and age. So Jim, we've created a good amount of info products. You have even more information-based products. And really what that is is step-by-step guides on like how to make money. Meaning you could take that program, hand it to someone and say, look, watch this. With the right person, it's like, hey, watch this and implement it. And then, you know, that in, in theory, that should add yeah. more revenue, yeah, right? That, I mean, that's where all of our content comes from is us training our teams how to do right. what we want done. And we're like, right. you know what? Other people could probably use this too, right? Let's package this up and people will pay for it. That's how we got into this business was training right. our own teams on what works. Exactly. So here was a quick hack that I developed on, and this isn't going to be revolutionary, but you're kind of, I think you'll have like the, oh, that makes sense. What I do now with POS, even to shave, because what all I'm trying to do is save time. You know, if a person's going to be with me for even 30 days, I'm trying to see if I can weed that person out to like to begin with. You know, it's like a filter. It's just a filtering system to make sure like I'm finding the people and that person really wants what they're saying they want. And so I'll give you an example. So we made, you know, proven performance inventory, PPI. And I love, here's why I love that course. It gives so many actionable steps that you could try like right away, right? And meaning try and and implement and show progress. And so what I do now, so we have a team of about, we have a large team, but we have a, a brain trust of about seven to eight people who really run you know, the millions of dollars that come through, meaning they're the ones who found the yeah. products, they're the ones who are managing the products. Um, the, and, mini, the mini Bretts, right? We call them the yeah, mini Bretts. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> that's right. The mini Bretts. Yeah. But here's the key to it. Now everybody in the company and outsiders want to be that seven to eight brain trust, right? They're kind of like the hot shots in the business and they have the cool schedule. They work remotely. Billy's actually going back home to Nebraska right now. Doug spent time in New York. Glenn's in Santa Barbara. So these guys get to, I mean, seriously, they have like the ideal life. They work remotely and they can travel. They can do all that. So people see that and they're like, man, I want that, right? But here's the thing. Those people are well-trained. So here's what I do to those people who maybe are falling in love with the idea of being a Billy. And this is a great way to build your team super fast. I take the PPI course, right? So I know what's in that. It's step-by-step. I've We've taught on it. We coach on it. 
I, I'm well aware of what's inside that course. So let's say I get, you know, Bobby comes up to me and says, hey, you know, I want to be the next Billy. I'll do awesome for you, Brett. I go, man, Bobby, that's awesome. Thanks so much for wanting to do this. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you this course. It's a you know multiple hundred dollar course. So I'm going to give it to you for free. And what I want you to do is watch it. And then I want you to find me three possible products using this method. Okay. And that's why I say, Bobby, you have no experience in this. So, you know, these three products don't have to be right. I just want to see your thought process behind it and to see if you're a good fit for this. And, you know, Bobby's going, yeah, 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 man, I, I can't wait. Right. And I hand him the course. I say, Hey, Bobby, get back to me. You know, I'll give you about two weeks, 14 days. That should be plenty of time to go through the material and, you know, start to implement this and send, and I have a template, send me back the answers to these questions. And that way, you know, I know that we're starting at the, the right point. Do you know how many people that filters out, Jim? Oh, I would say 90% at yeah, least. Nine, at least 90%. Yeah. It's like, you know, they get it and then they're like, wait, but I, I kind of just wanted to start getting paid. It's so, it so reminds me. Oh yeah. Right. I, I just want to jump to the good part where I make money. Uh, yeah. you know, it, it, <laughs> dude, you can't imagine the number of friends, I'm sure you have this too, you know, and to the degree this is happening to, to all of us who are having success, but the, the friends and the acquaintances and the, the people you had lunch with four years ago that now say, oh, dude, can I take you to lunch? I just want to pick your brain on something. I want to, you know, I want to chat through. Here's yeah. my filter. I have to do the same thing. I say, well, here's my book. Read it. Let me know what you think. Try some of the ideas. Love to meet up with you sometime. Love to talk mm-hmm. about it. The number of people that actually go through and follow through, <laughs> you know, it's it's basically the nice way of saying, go away. I don't have time. Yeah. Because you don't want to say that to the wrong person, but you do mm-hmm. need to have a filter in place. Successful people say no a lot. Massively successful people say no all the time. I mean, and that right. is a nice, friendly way of saying, you know, to Bobby who comes in your office and says, I'm going to be the next all-star. Like, Instead of saying go away, you say, here, do this simple task. And, and your job is very short and simple. Theirs becomes a commitment process. I love that. Yeah. So you've got to have that in all areas of your life uh, as mm-hmm. you start to succeed. And uh, the word no will become one of your favorite words. And you can get very creative with the way you say no. Like you really yeah. tell them, Bobby, no, no, you can't have this right now. Right. But here's the path to get there. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the coolest thing that it does is, look, I and this is what I've realized. And I think we actually talked about this on the last podcast is things online change, right? And they don't change drastically like, you know, oh, there's no more online sales. They change as far as the exact way you're executing your strategy and where you're getting your sales from and how you're getting them and how you're marketing. All that stuff is, and it changes at a pretty fast rate now, which is not a bad thing. It's actually a great thing. I need people on my team who can change with me, who can evolve with me. And typically those are the people that I hand a course to and they watch it and they implement it. And then, because here's what I know, guess what I'm going to do on the very next, and this is what blows my mind with people who are like, well, why would I pay for an info course? I'm like, dude, that's like just purchasing an already done training module for your team, you know, and you could just hand it to them. And if you, if those people can't take that training and implement it, then you've hired the wrong people. That's actually on you, not on anyone else. And so when I realized that, that's I good. love yeah, I love that part of it. And that's how, honestly how I view this community and, and the info products that come through it and the training modules that come through it. I don't look at it as like, oh, now I'm going to learn something more. I look at it as, all right, I'm going to take that and I'm going to shave this learning curve. I'm going to pay a couple, at most a couple hundred dollars, if that. Some of the stuff you get for you know a fast food meal 
and I'm going to take that and I'm going to give it to my team and I expect my team to watch it and implement it. And if they don't do that, that's on me. I've, I've brought the wrong person in. And so that's why I love that filter in the beginning. You know, it really shows me those people who will do it right away and, and those people who have done it continually do it. Like I think we, we talked about this on the last podcast, Doug, <laughs> dude, I have so many stories about Doug. I, I'm just going to do a couple of quick ones because I think it testifies to how much I've learned about growing a team and how I really stumbled in the beginning. I mean, because, and that's the cool thing is like, if you're brand new to this, like I was, I had no idea what I was doing. And there's yeah. just moments where I go, oh my gosh. I mean, we are both still learning. I mean, yeah. you know, we're considered leaders by many people, but man, we come to school to learn every yeah, day and we're, sure. we are wrong so often. <laughs> Here's some fun Doug stuff, man. So Doug truly is Doug and Billy are amazing. Doug, if I kind of have to give a contrast between the two, Doug's like the mad scientist in the lab. Billy's like the, the evangelist, yeah. you know, spreading things around. Yeah. I see Doug in front of a spreadsheet and I see Billy on stage, right? Exactly. Exactly. Doug's the fine tuner. Billy's the guy going around and spreading the good news. And so <laughs> Doug, Doug comes, we're, we're about to do a huge, our first huge Black Friday shopping and for our business. And we rented this 26 foot U-Haul. And so I have this team of like eight young kids and, you know, we're going to go bombard Toys R Us and these places. And I'm like, oh crap, I don't have anyone to drive a 26 foot U-Haul. And my brother-in-law, Josh goes, Hey, I got this friend named Doug, man. He could do it. I never met Doug. It was like the night of Doug shows up and I go, Hey, what's up, Doug? Uh, you good to drive this? He goes, man, I never drove a truck before. I go, great. Here's the keys, man. I need you to do a good job. <laughs> and if you That's saw awesome. Doug, Doug is an like a total musician at heart. Dude straight up has like a beer. I mean, he looks like possibly he could have just like woke up from the curb right next to, you know, where we were <laughs> and like That's walked great. over. And uh, Doug's like, yeah, man. yeah, man, I got it. You know, and that's literally how he talks. Yeah, man. Yeah, 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 man. I got it. And he, you know, he did an amazing job he actually organized the truck he actually you know organized it when it came out and so i'm looking at these things like dude i don't even know this guy and he's already you know showing some great signs but this is where i failed as a team builder i take doug who's showing some progress and i stick him in my warehouse peeling labels doug i didn't even give him he, he calls it a byod bring your own desk in the warehouse right and i didn't even give him a desk or a table to work off of he actually <laughs> He actually got a rock band box and built like this makeshift thing. That's awesome. Stick them in like a hundred degree warehouse. He just, you know, relentlessly pills stickers for over a year. Okay. And this is, this is where I failed as a team builder. Then I'm running around with a chicken with my head cut off going, does anybody know how to sell on eBay? Like I have no clue how to sell on eBay and I don't want to learn. I don't, you know, I'm trying to build this other thing out and Doug raises his hand. He goes, yeah, you know, I'm a, platinum seller on ebay and i'm like doug what the heck man you know, why, <laughs> platinum why, seller are you kidding yeah, me i'm like why did you not tell me that and he goes i don't you know yeah you, you never asked ask. man right yeah and so doug i do not want to learn ebay i do not want to would you be willing for a commission i will just use your account you have a nice account and help me build out the ebay side he's like yeah i'll do it and doug literally built a multiple six-figure ebay business over the course of a couple of years that Jim, I kid you not, I don't even have the login information to it. Right. Okay. And he's cross-listed all of our Amazon inventory. He runs our garage sale side. And this was a guy for almost two years I had in a warehouse pilling labels. All he did was watch X-Files. He said, that's what kept him there. I let him watch X-Files. He watched 202 episodes of X-Files while pilling <laughs> labels. 
That's a great story. I love it. Yeah, it is a testament to the right people really stick around and they always do a great job, right? And he literally says, look, I was just waiting for my opportunity to prove myself. And he did, man. I mean, he honestly, eBay's uh, our second biggest market that we sell on now that he's built from scratch. And he's going to get a nice check, you know, over this break. I mean, he gets a commission on the gross sales number, which is incredible for the eBay side. And he's a coach now for you. He's one of my best at PPI. He's actually launching. He's a huge musician. And so we found some gaps in PPI, meaning some huge search term gaps, golden gaps that people are looking for that are super underserved. And it just so happened, those are a couple of his favorite products in the music category. And he's already applied the PPI method to it. We're going to get the Facebook video ad method added to it. And so Doug's, you know, blossoming into this amazing, you know, mini bread entrepreneur, but it's all because we started with the concept of a team and he was willing to do a great job with, you know, the minor things. And so I cannot, Doug is literally going to add millions of dollars over these next couple of years to our business. But the coolest thing about it is Doug's one of you know my favorite guys to hang out with. He does an incredible job. He can do it remotely now. And I don't know, man. It's just when we talk about the concept of a team, guys, I can't tell you enough how incredible it is to find you know a Doug over time. And what, here's what reverses. My job now, and I know, Jimmy, you say this too, my job is to filter and refine the ideas as opposed to come up with them. Does that make sense? And that's a big difference yeah, yeah. on that other side. If you're the one coming up with all the good ideas in your business, you're not surrounding yourself with the right people. Right. And so Doug comes to me and you know, we, we talk about the different products we're going to be launching, but really my job becomes looking at it and kind of you know trimming it down so that it fits as opposed to... Doug's the guy who's coming up to me saying, oh, this and this and this and this, you know, and so it builds a much more long-term sustainable business for me, yeah. knowing that Doug, Billy, these guys are out there, you know, they have their feelers out and they're really looking to get trained. But Jim, my whole point of that story is I literally take the programs that, that come out from your community and I hand them to my team and it yeah. makes them better. <laughs> See, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's an amazing time. That's like, how it's you know, supposed to work, how man. Hard that would have been before. Oh. And so it's just uh, for everybody who's thinking through every possible constraint or reason why they can't build a team, I bet you I can come up with 10, either 10 examples of how we did it in your exact situation or 10 ways to creatively come around that. I'll be real blunt. I, I'll be real blunt. I think it's a leadership flaw. Hmm. It's a character trait flaw if you're refusing to build a team. There's something broken. Something's off. Yeah. You need to fix about you. The the rules of leadership, the rules of business, the rules of life, you know, those are all the same rules. And you and I are both use a biblically based foundation. When we're given stewardship of something, it's supposed to grow. And the only way it can grow is if we become reliant on others and bring them into this system that we've built that works. So yes, you are in business to grow that business. There's no such thing as a steady state. I had a podcast episode dedicated to this topic. There's no such thing as a business that does X this month and X next month and X the following <laughs> month and X, and it's just like X, X, the same number, month, month, month right. doing the same thing, cranking out the same widgets. There's no business that's ever been invented by man that operates that way. Yep. I agree. You've got to be in growth mode. If you're not in growth mode, you are in slowly disintegrating mode and you maybe not realize it, but you are. Mm -hmm. 
the threats are piling up around you. And eventually, all of a sudden, one day you'll wake up and poof, it's 20% what it used to be. And then poof, the next month it's gone. Yep. That's just reality. So having a team, surrounding yourself with creative people, yeah, you've got to be doing it. You have to, even if it's in little ways, partner up with people, make them commission-only salespeople if you have to. Yep. But be yep. pursuing these things. Um, something else I want to throw out there too. You mentioned Doug was one of our coaches. I mean, I, as we were talking about, it, I didn't even realize, like we've got, this is how we find our coaches. You listening right now and you're thinking, ah, do I want to do coaching? I've, maybe you've done business coaching in the past. It, it was maybe it was a script reader kind of experience where you went through the same workbook as everybody else. And you have someone getting paid eight bucks an hour to go through this workbook with you, <laughs> you know, and like, why did I pay all this money for this? I could have just bought right. the workbook, right? Like we don't do that. We put you into a relationship with someone who has earned their way up the ladder. We've done this filtering now. We've filtered out and we found the Billies and the Dugs and the Glens and mm-hmm. all these incredible coaches. I think we have like over 30 coaches right now, Brett. Mm-hmm. And, but they're all people who came up through the system. They think like an entrepreneur. They've had tremendous success. And we say, hey, in your spare time, in the evening, a couple nights a week, can we pay you really well to get on the phone with some of the people who really want to hang out with successful people? And they, some of them say, "Ah, eh, you know, I'm making enough money. I don't want to do it. I'm like, all right, we understand. Some of them say, ah, yeah, sure. You're going to pay me enough. I'll do it. And so they take on two or three students a month. And that's who you hang out with. If you go to jimcockramcoaching.com and contact us, those are the kind of people, the Doug you just heard about. That's one of our coaches. I'm too busy to coach anymore. Brett, you're too busy to coach anymore. We just can't. Yep. You know, I'll get some thousand dollar an hour clients and stuff, but I turn most of that away. I'm not trading dollars for hours. And eventually these great coaches, we won't be able to afford to pay them anymore. Like, uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do coaching anymore. I'm making too much money. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But there's always people coming in behind them, you know, mm-hmm. that are kind of coming up the ranks. So I just wanted to give a little peek behind the curtain for the listener on how the coaching program works since we kind of touched on that topic. Yeah, and I think this is a good way to, you know, start to land the plane a little bit because when you talk about team building, there's so many different, you know, ways to go about it. We're kind of giving the, you know, I like that you talked about proven team building because I know that that one goes into some more like nitty gritty detail. But way that I think we can land the plane, and this is a testament to Jim, you know, how you run things. People at the end of the day want a win win situation. Okay. And like, what does that really mean? It means, don't make the relationship one-sided. Okay. If anything, I always like the relationship to be, you know, in favor of the other person that I'm trying to build out. And that doesn't mean you pay, you know, you start just throwing money at them. It means that when they perform, make it very clear that they're getting the best of the situation. Does that make sense? Yep. Jim, I will give a personal testimony. You do an amazing job with the people you partner with of making them feel and because it's true that, you know, they are getting a huge reward for the work that they've put in. And so in our partnership, I've been like, wow, this is just absolutely amazing. And but it, what it does is it creates that scenario where the person feels like they are getting so much and they want to give the right person will want to perform even better on the next one and even better and even better. And so it's really, really important because I see so many people talk about how, you know, this person works for me. Right. And I'm like, God, I hate working. I do not like to bow down. I'm a great partner, you know, but the second you're like, hey, man, you answer to me. I'm like later I'm out. Right. And so I think one of the coolest things to build is that win win situation where you truly are, 
you know, whether it's a person you're, you're even hiring on TaskRabbit, pay them on time, pay them what you said, build an incentive for them to do better. Those are really, really important when you start to stretch out over long term, because otherwise, guess what you're going to have, which is one of the worst things in a business is massive, quick turnover and retraining. Oh, yeah. Right. Whether they're a contract person or whether they're, you know, a, a full-time employee, it doesn't make a difference. You want those people who you've already invested the time and they have an understanding of your business and you don't have to, you know, every three months tell the person the same story, get them up to speed, and then you're just going to burn them out, you know, churn and burn them till they're out of there. That's one of the worst things that you can do. So really the way to land the plane, in my opinion, is it find a creative way. And even if you have zero dollars, right, find a way that when the person does perform and adds money into your pocket, that they get a great, you know, commission out of it and that, and they're going to come back and do it again. Cause if you don't do that, you're going to have a very short term team. And that is a nightmare. I couldn't imagine a short term team. That would literally be actually my nightmare. Yeah. Um, cause you'd have to be micromanaging. Turnover, turnover yeah, is so expensive. It'll kill your yeah. business. Yeah. And so really, Jim, you guys do an amazing job at that. And I, I know for me, I don't know if that would, it would have been a hard concept for me to grasp and understand exactly when you say that you have, you know, 70 people, but only two of them are employees. That is extremely difficult to understand at first, but it's a testament to that means you must treat people awesome, right? You know, yeah, you have to, you have to think, okay, here's what an adequate deal. I don't like the word fair. Fair is not in my vocabulary. Right. So here's an equitable deal. Now let's add 10% just to mm -hmm. be safe yep. for the other party, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like with email marketing. This is almost, if I, if I was careful with my words, I could almost have a good Twitter post with this next one. <laughs> I, I'll probably use too many characters, but just like with email marketing, the most powerful asset you can ever have, right? We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a list of people who can't wait to hear from you again. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You want that same thing in your partnerships. You mm -hmm. want to be working with people who can't wait for you to show up. They can't wait to get on the phone with you. They can't wait to do another project with you. How do you, mm -hmm. how do you make sure that happens? Yeah. You're pleasant. You're polite. You're kind, but money. Yep. For sure. A hundred percent money. makes sure that things are tilted in the favor of your partners. That's how you reward them. You know, you got to be generous, but it's easy to be generous with people who are bringing you money that you never would have had otherwise. Yep. Be very generous with them. I'd rather take 5% of 50 pies and I'm mm -hmm. working with all these partners doing these fun, creative projects than try to split everything down the middle and just be nickel and diming and contract. It's, you know, it's, it's really for those of us who had Sunday school in our background, this might ring a bell. It's really a covenant relationships versus contract yep. relationships. Yes, I agree. Right? Totally you want, agree. You want these covenants where you know the other party has your best interest in heart. And you, mm -hmm. those are the people, when you have, get to do work with people like that and you know, they'd do anything for you and they know you'd do anything for them. You don't need a contract. I mean, you and I don't have a contract. I was talking, I was, it was Scott, your father-in-law actually. Yeah. I'm like, I could list on one hand, the number of contracts I've signed in 15 years in this business. Mm -hmm. It's an email. Mm -hmm. It's a conversation. It's a handshake. And if you burn me, that's a favor. You know, I was, I was talking with Nathan, our, our coaching director the other day. Like if someone burns us over a hundred bucks or 500 bucks, They've just done us a huge favor because basically yep. that's a, that's our go away card. Go away. Yep. We're never going to hear from them again. They know they owe us $500. So we know they're, ne they're never going to come back. That's right. awesome. If, if all I have to pay is 500 bucks to get you to go away forever. Beautiful. Awesome. Yep. 
please burn me because now we know all we need to know. Mm-hmm. Man, this is good stuff, dude. This is a fun call today. Yeah, I love it. And I think the one thing I want to keep repeating is there is no reason, really, there's no excuse. This shouldn't inspire you to go like, man, I got to go build a team. It doesn't matter whether you're Barrington in Jamaica whether you're Brett in Orange County, California, whatever the situation is, whether you have $2 to start your business, $0 or, you know, a million dollars, it doesn't change the scenario. What it creates is, you know, different creative solutions, but there really is no reason why you shouldn't build a team. The only reason you not be building a team is because you're choosing not to. And so the main thing I want to communicate is building a team, hands down, if I had one thing that was the best decision I ever made, right? And really, it wasn't my decision. It was my mentor, Scott, helping guide me along the way, was start building a team. Just start. There's no reason not to. And if if I didn't have that today, even with the success that I've gotten to experience, it wouldn't be the same, man. I mean, honestly, like that is my most valued thing is is my team, the people, the community that I've built, the people I get to talk to on a daily basis. It, it is the invaluable part of the business. What a beautiful thing it is. I just visualize we're helping people build a better life for themselves. And in doing so, our life gets better. Yep. Isn't it? Sure. I mean, how is that? How could you possibly not describe that as a, as a divine, godly plan? I just, I mean, I see God there, orchestrating all this. Now, you don't have to be a Christian to enjoy our podcast, but dude, business reflects God's nature for sure. so clearly to me. Mm-hmm. These relations, it forces us into these relationships of accountability where we genuinely care for each other uh, yep. and we both benefit. Oh, I just, yep. it's such a, such a great time to be entrepreneurs, dude. Well, hey, we promised yep. we were going to give people that discount where they, the proven teambuilding.com course, it's like it's 90 or a hundred bucks right now. But if you just put slash silent gym on the end, we'll get it to you for seven bucks as a podcast listener only. That's the only place we're advertising. This is just for you listening to the podcast. So go to proventeambuilding.com slash silent gym, all lowercase. You'll see a $7 offer for that course. Or if you want to get that course, plus the PPI that we talked about, plus every other course we've ever created that has anything to do with succeeding on Amazon, just go grab the Proven Amazon course, provenamazoncourse.com. It's the most comprehensive, up-to-date, creative, constantly improving. I mean, Brett and I, before we recorded this podcast today, we're talking about some of the modules we're replacing right now. We just do this on a regular basis as things change. You know, there's nothing new under the sun. We know that. But things online, the tools, the techniques, the strategies, uh, you know, stuff changes constantly there. So that course, the Proven Amazon course, keeps you up to speed on all things related to selling on Amazon. So you should definitely grab that if you haven't yet. That's like 101. And that's just full of courses you can pass out to your team and say, yeah, hey, go do this, go try this. We need to do this one next. Mm-hmm. So it's just full of modules. So, well, let's wrap this one up, buddy. This was a great call, man. I hope everyone's 2017 is off to an awesome start. The best way to listen to this podcast is in real time as they come out because I'm committed to making it 90 to 95% evergreen, meaning you can listen anytime, but... If you listen in real time, you're going to catch a lot of great stuff that's happening right now, including an event that you and I, Brett, have coming up in LA, where it's going to be a small group. I think it's probably going to sell out really fast, but go to jimcockramevents.com to stay up to date on that. We're going to talk about PPI. We're going to talk about the new Facebook stuff that you're doing, generating these lists of tens of thousands of people in a few weeks using Facebook video. 
So it's going to be a small, intimate group, do some workshop-type setting, talk one-on-one, the people we've mentioned today, Billy and Doug and your team, Leah and, and Glenn, and I'll be there. And Stephen, my right-hand man, is going to be there. It's going to be a great event. So hopefully you can join us for that. But uh, any final words, Brett, as we wrap this one up? No, thanks for having me on. And and I really hope that you know this resonates with people because it, it truly is the the main thing I can attribute to you know our growth and our success is the team that we've built. Yeah. And I, I love my team, man. It's like, it, it, even though I haven't met half of them yet, <laughs> we, we <laughs> correspond. Man, it's just, it's a good time to be an entrepreneur. You can build an incredible team and maybe not even meet some of those people. They're around yep. the world spread out doing great things for you. So, hey, hopefully, uh, listener today, you love this show. We do it for you. And we want to hear your feedback. If you haven't subscribed on iTunes yet, that really helps us out. Get in there and subscribe. Download iTunes on any desktop, Mac, PC. Download it. Sign up for an Apple iTunes account and subscribe to this podcast just to help us out if for no other reason. Then listen to it however you want from there. Uh, it's going to be on all kinds of platforms soon. we got people asking for every platform under the sun. It'll be there soon if it's not there yet. Um, but hey, God bless you. We love doing this for you guys. Make it a great week. We'll talk to you again real soon. Take care.